I'm Jill Hopkins, but I'm nothing without Reggie, the real critic ponder. No, nah, that's not that's that's not true. That's not true. You you are starring in, in and of yourself, and I wouldn't be surprised if you appeared as a cameo in uh, Hustlers. Oh my God, that's my dream. We'll get to to that, and uh, I'll I'll talk about. I'm going to send out my resume and headshot to the producers of Hustler. <laughs> Hustler, baby. I know. I got to do some squats and maybe some sit-ups or something before I even think about it. But let's get into some numbers, Reggie Ponder. All right. So, so we get into the numbers. This this week, the number is two. Uh, they do that on Sesame Street, right? Yes. Num- ah, ah, the, ah. The, 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 <laughs> this week, the number is two. And it is It Chapter Two. Yeah. We talked about this movie last week. Uh, people like to be scared, and it's not even Halloween times yet, but people are getting in the spirit. So it's really interesting because if this can keep some kind of momentum, I mean, comes out, uh, it came out last week, and keep some kind of momentum, I think your reference to Hollywood, I mean, to Halloween, is a, a good one. Because, man, if it could stay in the theaters for the next two months, yeah, you know for sure on ho- on Halloween, everybody's going to run out and go see it. So this one, uh, oh man, oh people are going to dress up as the oh no, oh, not again. You're going to no. have clowns, girl. Don't, no, don't clown me. I don't want it. <laughs> I can't. I can't do it. Uh, so it chapter two made ninety one million dollars at the box office. Now that's a little slightly down from the, the from the first one, but this Still. is a really good showing. It beat the next movie by like eighty six million dollars. And when you look at it, it 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 debuted with a hundred and eighty five million global. That's wild. Globally, $185 million. Now, we don't know how much this one costs to make. And usually, these scary movies, you know, they're, they're low budget. But I, I, I don't think that that's going to be the case no. for, for it. So let's just say that if they spend $100 million on it, to, to, to make $185 million that first weekend is really, really good. So um, we, know we know that we will be seeing it chapter three I, I know i i, I, I know, mean I, I know. i'm glad for all the people making the movie like good make your money do your thing but like these scary clowns man I, i'm just saying pennywise uh pound yeah. foolish right i'm just... <laughs> nice nice one reggie all right the number two movie in the country was the number one movie in the country last week and so it it it, it uh, made another six million dollars. Uh, cost forty to make, so it's now uh, domestically at fifty three million. Then when you look, and we talked about this from an international standpoint last week, it, it did not have any international numbers. And again, this week it didn't as well. Yeah. So I am very very curious as to what the 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 studio is thinking about this one. Are they not going to release this one internationally mm. because there's no no. Uh, dollars no revenue for that uh when we look at number three we got good boys and i hope you know aaron has been a good boy that's my husband he uh, has been <laughs> I, I hope he has been a good boy he's a good uh, man uh, good, oh good man hey <laughs> uh, all, all right so you get um another 5.5 million dollars for that uh, this is a, this is a hit by all estimations or success at least by all uh all all measures. When you look at this one, it costs twenty million to make. It's made about sixty-seven million dollars uh, uh, here in, domestically, and then when you look uh, globally, you add on another seven, uh, sixteen million dollars. So this one, eighty-four million. The, if you think about this, Jewel, 
is that the the ratio on that one? You spend twenty to make eighty, mm-hmm. and so so I, I suspect this one will at least make a hundred. That that's a really good return on on, on your that's money. That's good. Uh, the Lion King, another four million. If we talk about a return on your money, uh, yeah, uh, you know it did cost two hundred and sixty million to make, <laughs> but here in the United States, this made five hundred and twenty nine million dollars, and then you add on Damn. top of that the one point one billion dollars that this has made internationally. This movie already is at one point six billion dollars. A really good investment. Hakuna Matata, y'all. Hakuna uh, girl, Matata. Girl, it, it feels great to be the king, I'm right? saying, my goodness. Here's the thing, though. Okay, so we got the Lion King here. We're not... I can't imagine that they're going to be like, oh, we got to make Lion King too. But they are going to keep up with this live-action reboot they, situation. They, they they are. But when you think about this, uh, the number fifth movie, and I'm going to get back to this to, to Lion King because you, you make an interesting point. Well, first thing is that uh, Matt is so tired of all these remakes. So there will be another Lion King, maybe not in 2019, <laughs> of course, yeah. but, but in 2029? I mean, so uh, they'll they'll do it again, and uh, this is uh, unbelievable. But I think what they're going to do is I think with the Lion King that they are probably going to do something what they did with Fast and Furious. With Fast and Furious, they split off to Hobbs and Shaw, and that's the number five film. It cost two hundred to make. It only made one hundred and sixty-four million here in the states, but it made. $557 $557 million internationally yeah. to, for a whopping total of seven twenty-two. So they're pretty happy with that. Yeah. What do I mean by that the Lion King might do that? Timon There's, and Pumbaa. That's exactly what yeah, I meant. Yeah, that's Is what that, I want. That you, you will see uh, Fast and Furious presents <laughs> <laughs> both of them. I know. It's, 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 Timon and Pumbaa, too fast. Too furious. Too, too furious. <laughs> so that's what you're going to see. But that's really the box office. There's really nothing uh, new. The, the the big news here is that It Chapter 2 crushed the box office and it is the, it, it'll be, it, it should be number one at the box office uh, this weekend, uh, in, in my estimation, because even if it drops 50%, that means this movie will be somewhere around 45 to $50 million. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about The Goldfinch. Uh, it is a new movie based on a book uh, written by, let's see, what was this lady's name? It's a direct, Donna Tart. Tart with two T's. And, and, and so, so what's really interesting about these, a lot, a lot of movies are made from books, but yeah. what's always interesting when a movie is made from a book, people are waiting to see how well does that movie translate. And... Uh, this, The Goldfinch, by many people, actually, is considered a classic. Now, I haven't read it, so... Um, I've not uh, and, and I like it that way when I go to the movies because most of my movie friend, most of my book-reading friends who go and see a movie after they read the book, I, 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 I very rarely have I heard them say, oh, man, they, they did that, that book justice because you really can't do it. The detail and the stuff, the... Even in your mind, how you look, how you think about a movie uh, inside your head is is so different than when you see it. So when you think about um, a Fifty Shades of Grey, people people were just upset about the guy who was chosen. Yeah, and they hadn't even seen the movie yet. Yeah. They were like, <laughs> no, like, that's, that's not who I that, pictured in that, my head. That's not who I pictured. You know, I I mean, I know you would picture Aaron, but um, there there are. I mean, people ask like, who who would that guy be? Who would 
that person be and and they're disappointed so i i feel for my friends who have read this this book just from the fact that i think all, most of these movies will disappoint what what's this one about well, Theo Decker was uh, 13 years old when he when his mother was killed while they were at the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Oh. So a bombing happened. He ends up surviving, and it really trying to uh, change the course of his life. Also, you know, the whole thing about uh, survivor's grief, all, all that stuff that that happens with that. But through it all, he holds on to this tangible piece of that memory, which is a painting, which is called. Uh, a tiny bird and it's called the the goldfinch mm. and the the people who's in it uh oaks fagley uh plays uh plays this young man theo uh early on and then uh, ansel elgort plays him a little later so there's a young one and, and an mm -hmm. older one nicole kitman plays a mom who has uh, taken him in um and then there's some other characters. It's a great cast. Absolutely. The, the, Sarah, the young actors Sarah Paulson and Luke Wilson. Uh, uh, Luke Wilson plays his father, and Sarah Paulson plays his father's girlfriend, and they're absolutely hilarious. Uh, and and then Jeffrey Wright is in it, who who oh, is a really uh, a steady character in, in, in this movie. So what's the like? I, I, the, the intrigue of the story catches you from the beginning. You know, who is this young boy? What happened to his mother? How he's How is he connected to no, Nicole Kidman's character and, and her family? And as I said before, Oaks, Oaks uh, Fagley uh, is captivating as young uh, Theo Decker and Ansel Igor picks up the torch and keeps it going. So I think from an acting standpoint, uh, these uh, you're, you're looking at these kind of uh, both of these characters, uh, these guys as that character and trying to figure out what's going on there. The relationships in this film all have this uh, tinge of mystery which mm. keeps you kind of asking what's next and just when you kind of think you might have figured it out, something kind of switches up switches up on it. Mm. I, the, one of the things that I did like this film for is that that the attention to the pace they had. Now, I'm going to say something that might actually contradict that, but what I mean by that is the pace teased you, it invited you, and it even frustrated you at some times, but, but they kept that kind of pace going. And then, uh, obviously, you're asking, why is the goldfinch important? Who's tied to the survival of this painting? And how it influences the characters uh, is, is also a mystery. But what's not to like? It's a slow movie. Mm. And so... I want to say to everyone is that when I say it's a slow movie, that doesn't mean just because it's slow, it's, it's not good, but it's a slow movie. And yeah, I said that the pace is what kind of makes it work a little bit, but the pace also begs for the film to get to the point. This film was probably 30 minutes too long. It's two hours and 29 minutes, and it was probably 30 minutes too long. I also suspect that the book was much better in, in this film. The film felt disjointed and like it was trying to say something profound but didn't know what it really wanted to say or was trying to cram all the stuff that might have been in the book since I didn't read the book I can't I can't really say that but it was trying to cram all these things that was in the book into the movie I I I, I like the character of Theo overall and I like Jeffrey Wright's character as well and I think the acting was was absolutely serviceable but I think that that not not having read the book, that they probably butchered this one. Mm. You know, Nicole Kidman was actually eerie to me. I mean, the way in which she played this character, I I I would want. I was thinking to myself that I wouldn't want to stay in the house with her. Mm -hmm. And I and at times I kind of thought a scary movie might break out. Because <laughs> because of how her character was played. So this one just didn't really sit well with me. I I. I didn't want to run out like Matt did with the... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. He didn't run out. I, I, I forgot. <laughs> but I, I didn't want to run out of the theater. But because this is a classic book, 
I'd have to give this one one and a half. Okay. Uh, reels because I think a classic requires um, requires. I think a classic actually demands. I think it deserves better. And um, this didn't come off as a classic movie. Not one that I would run back and say that I want to go see. So the gold finch. I mean, when you're in the, when you're in the Olympics, is what uh, gold, silver, bronze. Mm-hmm. Is there something below bronze? Ooh. So aluminum. So it, it 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 definitely <laughs> wasn't gold, and I, I'll, I'll tell you that much. All right. Well, we hear one and a half reels for the Goldfinch. Let's hear a little bit from the ladies of Hustlers and hear what uh, Reggie has to say about that. Front hook. Ankle hook. Knee hook. Come here, you can do the carousel. Just switch and wrap. I just want to take care of my grandma. Maybe go shopping every once in a while. These Wall Street guys. You see what they did to this country? They stole from everybody. Hardworking people lost everything. And not one of these douchebags went to jail. The game is rigged, and it does not reward people who play by the rules. But it's like robbing a bank, except you get the keys. Are you in? I got a All right. That's uh, what it set it off was in a strip club. <laughs> it's uh, the new J Lo, uh, Cardi B, Lizzo. Like everybody's in this movie. Hustlers is out today, and uh, I want to know what Reggie, the real critic, ponder thinks. So again, what's this about? It's about it follows a crew of savvy former strip club employees who band together to turn the tables on their Wall Street clients. They they trying to milk them, bilk them. Uh, rack them and stack them, get the money, uh, make it rain. And if it's not raining, then they was gonna create the rain. You know, like when you go up to Wisconsin and, and there's no snow, they you, they make it. Well, these these women were like, we gonna make it rain. <laughs> and so it was really inspired by this article published by a New York magazine entitled "The Hustlers at Scores," written by uh, Jessica Pressler. But who's in it? You got Constance Wu from uh, Crazy Rich Agents, Jennifer Lopez, not your Jenny from the Block, uh, Julie Style, Julia Styles uh, from the Born franchise. Uh, Kiki Palmer, who is now the new host with Michael Strahan. I know. You got uh, Lily Reinhardt, uh, Lizzo, and Cardi B, who is not a stranger to uh, this type of profession. Yeah. So what's the like? The, the, for me, this story is really about friendship uh, and the partnership of Lopez and Wu. And their chemistry is so good. It, it really is. This is a love story about money. They love money. They love status. This is what I would call a romance Cause it wasn't a bromance. It's a romance to its <laughs> core. Wu is so good here, and I, I, I felt for her character, and and I root for her to get out of this game. Cause she was trying to be in, trying to get out. She was trying to just make it right. But Lopez is just ruthless, and even though and sometimes she shows some heart and compassion, the love between the two of them, uh, 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 that that was good. It was, it, it, it really was. There are some funny moments in this film. Um, and I love the variety of women that they had in in this in this standpoint. When you talk about diversity, no, it's not a fantasy, Jill. Mm-hmm. You're thinking I'm talking about mm-hmm. the variety. Okay. No, I wasn't fantasizing. But we got Asian, white, black, Latino. We got skinny. We got thick. Uh, and I love that they had Lizzo in this because... We always think of when we think about the stripper thing that you're going to get the skinny, you know, svelte woman or whatever. Lizzo I, was a great addition there. And I, I'm, I'm really glad they had that. Yeah. The story in this is interesting. And so uh, overall, I, I, I like this film. But but what I will tell you what's not to like. Hmm. I'm not a strip club guy. I, yeah. I got my boys on. I got my boys um, watching me on uh, Facebook Live. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, Reggie, we saw you last week. No, I was I'm. 
So, so the strip club scenes and part of this didn't excite me, but if you like the stripper scene, Jennifer Lopez puts in a performance that is worthy of just paying your money for that. Don't forget that J-Lo used to be a professional dancer. That's how she's famous. I'm telling you all I could say when she was doing that, that her scene. Yeah. You make me want to leave the one away. <laughs> start a new relationship. Okay, Ursher. <laughs> I'm like, come on, girl. I, I, I was glad Donna was with me because uh, <sighs> she, she, she killed it. But, but here it is for me. I just didn't care about the scene. I didn't care about the guys because they were get they they were they were terrible anyway. They were uh, uh, womanizing and doing stuff behind their wives' backs or whatever. It it just didn't stick with me. But this, it, it, I think people have fun with it. I think that the acting is good. Wu absolutely stole the show. She is the oh, star yeah. here. Um, uh, and. And again, the men for me were so pathetic. And people might say that this humanizes the stripper. I'm like, not really. Because mm -hmm. I don't think you really got into the characters of why Wu was getting the money for Ayn and all this other type of stuff. But this was, this was, is a, is a solid film. I think they did a nice job. I'm giving it two and a half. Okay. But I want to tell you, on Rotten Tomatoes, this is 90% fresh. Oh. I'm saying check, I'm saying check it out. I just didn't love it, and it might just be because the the whole strip club scene is not my scene. I didn't want to make it rain, but I did want to leave the one I'm with. Oh, hey, I'm not going to tell your wife, <laughs> but I will tell all of Team Vocalo to maybe check out Hustlers if this kind of, uh, I want to say, patriarchy smashing is your cup of tea. Thank you, Reggie, the real critic ponder.